Behind every corruption, there's the mob. You're listening to that blessed and highly flavored podcast. It's only because a nigga blessed. Welcome back to Black Oak House Reviews. I'm your host, Christina. We are back for another episode of Ozark. This is season two, episode two, The Precious Blood of Jesus. Written by David Manson, directed by Jason Bateman. I gave this episode a solid 8.9 out of 10. Very intriguing how the plot continues to escalate in players. By the time this is over, I definitely think that Wendy is going to become somewhat around a Karen. Slash, um, like she's going to be the one, I've been saying this for a while, she's going to be the one to watch. And this episode absolutely and utterly reinforced that. I think that Marty has completely lost touch with all of his soul. I think he's seen way too many bodies, but that's to be expected as well. He's also witnessed a lot more murders than Wendy has. And I think the way in which he he processes it all is by shutting completely down. And um, I could see this being a defense mechanism that would be rather unsupportive if you were their spouse. We start this episode with things turning very horrifying for a Mercer lumber truck driver when a pickup truck uh, drives up alongside him with a man with a shotgun in the bed. He shoots out the engine before forcing him out of the truck and on the ground. He was awfully lippy for a holdup because I would not have been. He's like, I heard you. If you heard him, then don't say the words. I heard you just slip your ass out of the damn truck. Y'all need to be like, I was thinking, did you have a weapon or something to make you this cocky when you are being um, addressed with a gun to your face? He receives a message for Mercer that causes disfigurement when they shoot his hand off. God damn! We then get the O of the episode, which is a weed pipe, a man hunched in a wheelchair, the, uh, is that Nun Alice? St. Alice necklace and a car blown up? Oh, that was the car crash. Got it. Uh, All things that led to certain aspects of this episode. Marty in the morning says it's hard doing business when you can't trust anyone. Well, that's also when you're doing business with people who are rather untrustworthy. Marty has bought a boat, the Missouri Bell, which will be the casino, as it's more cost efficient than putting one on land and they'll be on the river. Jonah tells him to make sure they get slots because that's where all the money goes, even though it has the worst odds. Wendy thinks things are moving way too fast as they have not even passed the bill. But Marty tells her, look, this has to get done. The bill must be passed. There are no ifs or maybes about it. You wanted more ownership? Time to deliver. The kids are still rather useless. And no, my 15-year-old will not be drinking coffee. Making these life-altering addiction decisions aren't okay until you're an adult. Sway Lee, or is it Swell? He's Cade's parole officer. He shows up at the, uh, at the, I don't want to call it a trailer park <laughs> because it's not a trailer park, but I'm just going to say the Langmores then. Shows up at the residences 
And three, while he's moving on from his father's death, poor Wyatt is not doing well whatsoever. And Kay missed his first parole appointment, but he does give him the piss test he needs by just whipping it out, being a general asshole. When he came to check on him, he tells him that he needs to hear that he's got a job by the time he comes and visits again. And Ruth steps in with he might have an opportunity at the blue cat. Winnie is given four names she must turn and continues to butt heads with Wilkes politics, constantly referring to Chicago as a lion's den compared to the way things operate around here. Then why aren't you being Mustafa? But uh, it's brought juicy files by one Jim who isn't friendly to Wilkes' new choice of political ally. Maybe because he senses that she will fuck him over the first chance she gets. Even though at the end of this episode, she might be more on Charlie. Oh, I can't stand Wendy. <laughs> like there is a certain respect level. Don't not get me wrong. But it's all of the things that I I hate. Because <laughs> you're in inherently creating your own problems. So I'm not going to sit here and feel sorry for you. You're not Ruth over there who's really got some hurdles to get through. And life of crime seems to be the only way in which she's allowed to live. Your ass is just entitled. I mean, you guys, we all saw your past, but it wasn't like you were like oh my god i have to struggle in america join the fucking club helen tells marty to get the hillbillies under control as they are holding up the operation that they still aren't convinced her and her boss is worth the trouble and then tells creepy silent killer in her office we'll see see real power operates in a very dangerous (laughs) calm collected like they know people will die including themselves at any given moment and maybe that also explains a little bit why marty has become because while yes he is becoming a bit of a prick he also is like look this is what we signed up for this is definitely what i signed up for y'all asses i got you out and you came back so i don't want to hear nothing about how i'm not the supportive person you wanted me to be or your ideas that was never part of the package i let you go that was my position as a father and as your husband was to protect you and i did do that and then y'all ass brought y'all little behinds right back and decided to take these risks with me i can't now hold your hand through all of those risks and make you feel better i can't he gives 50000 to Roof to handle the boat sail, then heads out to speak broken Spanish to a man who speaks English. That made me laugh really hard. Uh, maybe start with that next time. Instead of assuming that, you know, you're walking around America with no idea how to speak it. Not even a sentence or so. I loved his response. These people don't have no fucking manners, man. <laughs> And we are talking about the snails that really don't. The fact that they are having a pissing contest over their pride because they were asked to have their shit tested because it's not like I should take your word for it because why again? This is why y'all are small potatoes. No matter how hardcore you delude yourself, 
you're not that damn hardcore why would they not ask about your pro- your product and they literally making the best in the world they have to put their reputation behind it so no i don't need people fucking dying all over the city causing police to get invested in getting this drug off the street because your shit is whack how this betrays you i have no idea i didn't get that uh i think that darlene is way out of her out of her um comfort zone right now and she's so used to being queen of her castle that she doesn't understand there's a whole fucking world on your tiny tiny little island um but jacob while he seems to always just support his wife because he probably does feel the things she feels he also knows that this is a business and as marty pointed out do you want the fucking casino or not like i can't keep coming here because you you can't act in a manner that is appropriate if you do not want to get involved with mexican cartels then don't get involved okay don't have them show up at your house and you not put the product on the back of the truck and keep causing a problem every five seconds eventually they're gonna find a way to get you to to you know you have leverage right now don't lose it or they or you if you're more problem than it's worth then one they step away from it two and i don't know if marty is making that clear enough to them and two they might find a way to circumvent your ass out of the equation for real like y'all know once you get what you want there's no guarantee like things might not still happen to you they don't have no forethought jacob asks if marty understands about ash because once again why wouldn't he but yet there is another problem he must attend to mercer was the senator and the earlier incident was the kansas city mob making it clear that the bill will not be put to the floor it will not be passed since they have interest in the casino business and they do not want any competition we are redeemed by the precious blood of jesus not silver not gold any of those things that are corruptible amen to that shit wilkes for all that he is you know he's willing to play dirty in his politics clearly he also has um a deep faith it would seem you know he's praying he wears the cross he's not that ugly to be quite frank um (laughs) i would have just gave it up to him not because he coerced me but it didn't even feel like a coercion type of thing in that moment he been putting out vibes since he saw her and she clearly put her ass out there in a way that said i am a meal you can partake of me so i don't know why she acts they always act very surprised like you didn't respect me for my brain (laughs) not when you put your tits in my face first no what did you anyhow um that's interesting about him that he is very religious Uh, and i think that's going to be something that wendy's attracted to in this very slippery moralistic side because she's looking for affirmation and she's not getting it from uh her husband while she strikes on three of the senators she needs she is able to bribe one man sending smiles in wilkes directions that's why i'm like what do you mean you're surprised that he would want to get in your panties like that would even be a discussion on the on the table like oh you just have to admire but she, he knows you're married but I, I felt like the whole entire time she was giving him the 
Well, it could happen. You're stringing him along for your own purposes. So if his interest is in you, that's fine as long as it doesn't go like actually interested. That doesn't make no sense. Darlene tries to adopt a child. She does make some funny faces and it's a different side to Darlene. And I like that, right? I love when characters are so complex that you hate to love them and hate to I may have said that backwards, but you know what I mean. <laughs> you love to hate them and hate to love them. Um, but this is an interesting part of her character because for all intents and purposes, she's racist as fuck. So her entertaining this black child was definitely a new thing. And I'm surprised she didn't let out any N-words. Um, <laughs> her, her restraint was very... Uh, it's very unexpected is all i'm gonna say but it's told that while it's not impossible her and her past 40 husband can adopt a child it's, it's likely not gonna happen however they can start with a foster child and the state will evaluate her fitness but she ends the interview rudely because we all know she is unfit to be anyone's parents but who on the show really is i mean look at marty letting his kids stay up don't even check to see that he's writing about don quixote which is way above his grade level wendy um did spot mason earlier but look what y'all did to him that shame you feeling um you should be then we have the whole <laughs> situation a little bit later with shirley coming in high as fuck talking about oh i was studying so now not only is mason like well he made his choices and i'm not gonna help him because i just i don't have no time to deal with him we have our own situation we only put our family first it's getting very avasarala aaron right her first family first birds first but her saying there's nothing else to do my ass there's plenty to do besides smoke pot at 15 <laughs> y'all need to do a better job wilkes tells marty his wife has a career in politics and he's like she already got a job in real estate i'm not sure why marty would not even realize that this might be something she wants considering she never wanted to be in real estate she was in politics but he's very against her going back into it and maybe he doesn't like the person she becomes or i don't know i'm sure we'll get more backstory into why he would be so oblivious to that fact that you know and then this other guy he's clearly courting his wife and he's like i don't give a fuck <laughs> if this gets what done or what needs to be done and it's business all, all love and fair in business, man. Uh, while hearing Devereaux, he gets a call from Roof and hears that Devereaux has no engine in the fucking boat. Bird says, I will tow it. She tells him, look, um, what am I supposed to do about this boat with no engine in it? Doesn't sound like my issue, Devereaux says. Then he tells her, why don't you come over here and sit on my lap? With him and Tweedle Dork on the side, I did laugh when she kicked him right over in that wheelchair then she kicked his friend like get some you skinny bitch 
and makes it clear that this is a take it or leave it deal you're gonna take this money i'm gonna take 50 grand to tow this damn boat she has daddy help haul the boat and begins talking about a life she can create for her family including an actual house but Kay clearly is not ecstatic about her faith in marty and the fact that she ain't even skimming this dude since buddy is connected to the mafia or the mob he takes marty to kansas to introduce him to frank cosgrove who is insane will kill you as seen to look at you and who he also uh, may have slept with his wife after buddy vouches for him frank talks about how the two well first marty talks about how they can be beneficial to each other frank tries to push it off but buddy calls the bullshit on the fact that he knows his leadership is shaky and that the teamsters can use this influx in cash wendy recruits lulu at lickety splits to catch the attentions of one terry and her offense at dirty politics is false morality at its best as she catches uh terry sucking a strap-on dick and films it to show his wife who is a senator and was against the bill and it gets her to vote for it she's like why am i to believe that this will go away after i give you what you want uh, when he says trust her and she's like you're disgusting why would i trust you <laughs> marty is only mildly amused that his child can tell him whatever the hell she wants about the lies that she does wyatt is still sad about his dad wendy calls and tells marty that they are still one vote short and uh, she's going to go see wilk she'll be home late she continues to feel bad and he continues to tell her us first and feeling bad is not our problem look you blackmailed someone i feel like she's putting on or maybe she didn't do dirty politics before maybe this is all new for her and that's what wilkes is doing is grooming someone who has all the instincts but won't uh push the necessary buttons and oh look what you can do once you start utilizing those tactics i can see that that actually probably makes the most sense once again while charlie is um well he really feels for suggesting quid pro quo because i think he was just really trying to flirt with her wendy calls him out on the fact that he might be asking for sex but he's like i'm not asking for sex but i'm calling you out on the fact that you don't think this is a game when you clearly played one to garner my cooperation talking about that belonged to your mother it did not sister alice called me but i admired your ingenuity is that the word um but you having this high ground is rather asinine and he's trying to put her on the like we're if we're gonna be in this then let's stop playing games and it's kind of like earlier where she's like yeah i don't need to tell you who (laughs) i work for because i'm sure you've done your research why would you not Cade robs a diner when he drives home because she ruth paid him a thousand dollars and he is defiant of any legitimacy because lane moore's only no crime and suffering physically assaults his daughter telling her she's gonna find more money to take from bird how you naively think he wouldn't react this way though is my question 
in no conversation did he seem like a mentally stable type of guy being like you know you could just work with him every time you've talked to your father he's saying take advantage of bird in some kind of way when he comes home to tell marty they're gonna lose as wilkes price was too high starts the <laughs> starts that water running for her shower and he's like well, what was the price he wanted me and and then she just walks away <laughs> and then they go follow what up was was that a no oh no he didn't he ain't wrong though like your pussy has already ran roughshed over our marriage vows what sex for business purpose <laughs> oh he felt bad in the morning but <laughs> he genuinely meant it at that moment he was not even trying to be petty he was like okay i thought we were like this that whatever like and that's kind of where wendy is she's still in this whole bubble that things are just gonna go back to the way they are they're never gonna go back to the way they are they're gonna continue to be different people they're gonna morph into different people and they might not like each other at the end of this rachel seems to be on a binger somewhere then intoxicated crashes her car wilkes uses his leverage on blake to get him to miss the vote as wendy shows up to plead her case but he tells her look it's already done and uh look i did not want to offer you pre quo uh quid pro quo i keep saying that really wrong uh he backs what he believes in and that's her and that's gonna inflate her ego tenfold and since marty is not doing well in that department i suspect she's going to fly like an eagle and probably turn everything (laughs) 10 times worse (laughs) because if you know anything about a white woman (laughs) especially a white woman that won't at all she's gonna turn into a monster they show her like this right now to know that she had some she was a good person at some point rachel gets a visit in jail and guess who is back on the scene it's roy my name is my name is my name is he makes it very clear rachel is gonna turn informant or she's gonna spend the rest of her life in jail and that's probably true and whether she should call her lawyer is always a you question if you need to ask the other man in the room that's trying to get you to do something then you already don't think for yourself and the fact that she did steal a lot of money from the mexican cartel and i'm pretty sure if that was even you know spilled a little bit into the beans you know jail might not be a pleasant place for you if you do have to spend the rest of your life there so she is caught between a rock and a hard place and quite frankly i don't feel bad for her because i wouldn't whatever i would have felt leaving town cool 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 i'm not taking no damn mexican money with me i want nothing to do with that absolutely nothing and that is how we end the episode i'm glad roy's back on the scene because we need someone who's trying to wrangle in this mess but if we know roy he's probably pushed to every brink of uh madness and it's probably going to end very very brutally for him once again because he's dealing with people who will do anything absolutely anything 
and i don't think roy will do anything even though he is willing to go there we do have some feedback this week let's jump into the mailbag What up, Stina? It's Mimi. This is feedback for Ozark um, season two, episode two. Um, I didn't really like this episode. It kind of dragged. Um, I have been behind on this show, so I have had to do some catch-ups. Um, season one ended like a banger, so that was really, really good. Um, and then episode one of season two was pretty good, too. Um, but this I mean I understand they're trying to move the plot along so we you know they needed to get this bill passed and that's what we're looking at politics bore me Um, the most interesting part of this uh, episode was probably Ruth and her perverted ass dad he is so weird and I everything about him grosses me out like I can tell not like he clearly has some type of mental hold on Ruth and I don't know what happened to her mom I don't know if she ever even knew her mom but the the way he looks at her is not daughter like it's so weird and when he was in crawled in bed with her last episode I almost vomited in my mouth it just looked so strange like remember Martin Bird isn't your daddy I am like it was so I was so uncomfortable and he grosses me out Um, but like for him to just rob a convenience store no mask doesn't even have a gun he has a knife like it doesn't even make sense like first of all it seems like the Langmores everybody knows who they are Um, you didn't cover your face your daughter's in the car you drive off real slow like is he trying to go back to jail I mean, maybe he did that specifically to put Ruth in her place, Um, but I don't know. That was just really strange, and I don't know where this is going to go, but he he clearly has a hold on her, and I don't know how she's supposed to get from underneath that. goes far beyond just mental. It's clearly physical, and it's a stronghold because she could have let his ass rot in jail and never testified for him but she did that she's always trying to make him proud and i don't know that he can't she can because he clearly thinks he's way smarter than he is and he won't allow her to do anything like him not saying like you'll never have the house like why that didn't even make sense to me but he wants to control her you know he thinks that like this trailer park they this trailer they living in is good enough and bitch you that's what who you are and you ain't never gonna be better and don't you think that you deserve better he didn't say that but that's that's the the vibe i got the other thing is interesting is old girl came back out of nowhere i'm trying why can't i remember her name all of a sudden i had to look it up because i completely completely drew a blank but it's rachel like okay so 
either she had a substance abuse issue before or she let this money just turn her into a whole ass different person like i don't understand why you are driving around high i'm it seemed like she was high and she had to have been because they said she had a controlled substance in the car so i'm assuming she had some type of narcotics but why would you be like that obliterated driving around wasted to the point where you're like nodding off she probably had some some heroin or crack because that's the kind of thing crackheads do but like it, it doesn't make sense for her to go from owning a bar to now you're a crackhead like why did you let this money turn you into a drug addict and it's so bad that you're driving around wasted with five no what he said $150,000 in cash in your car and she had to have known he stole that money or he she had to have known she stole money from him who and he's laundering for the cartel so she has to know that that was drug money and whether you steal from marty bird or not like you're stealing from the cartel like if he's laundering money and he's hiding that much money clearly it's not his so she's a damn idiot and i i just i mean i know that agent whatever the hell his name is was like don't worry about i'll handle how you're gonna get back in like why would he you stole money and then you're gonna come back weeks later that don't seem suspicious i know marty got a lot of stuff going on but he can't be that dense to where you gone and now all of a sudden you're back that's real suspicious and now you're trying instead of you being pissed about me laundering money you're asking questions like come on now that's not gonna get her fucking caught at all Ugh. and i got it that's the snail the the whatever his jake jake jacob snell's wife's name is she fucking annoys the shit out of me this bitch is really like they they have some fucking caudacity like i hate people like them you guys are two three dollars away from being fucking trailer trash and you have the the nerve to look down at other people just because they're hispanic mexican or you know not white like who do you think you are i don't trust them bitch why should we trust you like you counted the money and it's there but now you don't want to give product like he lucky that they didn't just go kill everybody because that's what they could have done and just took the shit and i think marty is doing a disservice to these motherfucking clowns by not telling them that it's like i understand y'all run missouri but bitch do you know who the fuck we are dealing with like you already been fucked up by killing their lieutenant and we had to resolve that by killing someone that was important to you. So can we please stop the bullshit and do this shit the right way? Like, let's stop acting like we're all better. We're all drug dealers. Ain't nobody better than nobody. You guys ain't better than the Mexicans and they're not better than you. We all are trash. So let's get past this and do this shit, please. Like, I just don't understand. And then her old ass going to try to adopt a, a child and then get mad when they say, you know, we don't like them to be 40 years older that's because bitch you could die tomorrow and then these kids is left orphaned again like you don't look very healthy you look almost like death so 
I'm not surprised they're concerned about your age. You look old as fuck. You might not be as old as you look, but you look pretty terrible. I'm assuming they're in their 60s. That's how old they look to me. Maybe late 50s, 60s. And if they're not, they're doing really bad because they look terrible. Um, Like I said, this episode didn't really appeal to me. It was a lot of politics. I did laugh, though, when... (laughs) when um uh wendy was like the price was too high for them to get that favor and then she was like or marty was like well what was the price and he was like she was like me and marty was like what'd you do what'd you say like (laughs) he was like bitch you know i know cheating on me isn't above you so what is the problem like he really was trying to turn out his wife and then looked like surprised that she was saying that with prices too high when she left i was laughing and i was like i don't know if that was supposed to be a funny scene but it made me laugh and and i felt bad for laughing but then i didn't because i know wendy has been very useful these last several episodes but she's i still can't get over what she did earlier and when we first were introduced to her so i I have no no sympathy for her at all um if she wants to develop some high ground suddenly that's good for her but that doesn't change the fact that what marty said to her was a legit point it's like at least now you're being honest with me that's probably what he was thinking like (laughs) it's funny it's not funny but it's kind of funny um so i know that they were business partners before i don't know if she thought they moved to different ground i'm not sure but clearly marty is still on the we are business partners train but i mean i guess i could be wrong so we'll see um we haven't gotten much of jonah and uh, charlotte probably for the best they um are just in the background for now so we'll see how that goes um i think that's all i have to say i could be missing something but yeah i'm gonna end it here Um, Until next time, love, peace, hair grease, and black girl magic. Queen of the couch, Mimi out. That was Mimi coming through after a little uh, hiatus. But um, yeah, it was a slower paced episode. Uh, Can't deny that. But I'm a little bit more intrigued by the politics of it all. I definitely think that Kate is controlling and thinks that Trailer Trash is exactly who they are. And he does not want to start... He doesn't want to be the person or his even his blood working for someone else. He wants to be the boss, even if that's a criminal activity. And yeah, I think with all of the Langmores, it's clear that smart is not in their, like that's not in their wheelhouse. They don't have well thought out plans, but then you have people like Wyatt and Ruth who are much smarter people but they're being held back by their environment, by their uh, affiliations and their loyalty to their family. I think we'll definitely get more about the mom, but you're, I agree with all your points there that that whole thing is weird. Rachel was definitely snoring coke in that tub, so I'm gonna guess that she was just, she's been on a binger. I do think that substance abuse is in her past. I don't think she just all of a sudden decided to have the problem (laughs) even though i can see being pushed to that i just have the inclination that she already had issues by the conversations in season one 
uh, that she kind of came back and this was more like a redemption thing and a way to her to move forward in her life. But she had that men thing going on and I don't doubt that there was drugs involved. I do agree it was stupid, her whole entire plan. And I am not, you know what? Marty is dense. He is. I do believe that Rachel can come back with a setup story and he will, t- he'll definitely take her back. What, what else? I mean, he's trying to keep everyone under an umbrella of protection away from the mob, even the snails. And that, and I agree with you too. That's especially with regards to the sm- snails is a stupid thing because they don't seem to understand. They'll just send a whole bunch of people and kill all of you. They don't give a fuck. And if you do care even a little bit, then I suggest you not play these games. And they're stupid games at that. Um, but I'm totally of the Marty is dense. He is. Look how much he trusts Ruth. When really he has, uh, yeah, she killed her, her uncles to save his life. But that doesn't necessarily, that means she'll kill anyone, including family. I don't, I don't know maybe he feels because he if he can if marty thinks he can control the person or he is better than or superior i can definitely see that being a weak spot because he they are egotistical i mean they don't even think that the fbi might be still up their ass and will never let go i mean they didn't even know that homeboy which i kind of felt from the moment i met him was kind of shady and he knew that was his partner for years so no i think the ability to dupe the birds especially marty is high on the table so yeah she stole the money but she'll come back and say well a guy put a gun in my in my face you know he can give her any type of story and it will be understandable and that's still her business ultimately she has a leverage in his laundering operation that he can't just you know and if he goes to the mob and say this is a problem, he knows that's blood on his hands. And as much as he's talking about that's not our problem, if it's in front of his face, I don't think that it would be. Nope. Um, and then my last part here with the whole children. Yeah, she was she was dumb going there. <laughs> think she was going to get a child. <laughs> but apparently Ash filled that void in her life and now she must have it back so until she gets that she's probably just making everyone miserable because of it um what else oh yeah that line about that marty gave i thought was the funniest line in the episode definitely because yeah we're stuck here i'm gonna make the best of the situation but i released you and uh i was pretty content on where i was gonna be at in my life you guys came back that doesn't mean anything just because it's forgiven doesn't mean it's forgotten and just because it's forgiven doesn't mean that we're ever going to get back what we had before because that trust is no longer there and there's no way for you in his mind to earn it back i don't feel like marty's the type that (laughs) and like you said i don't care i can forgive the cheating but it's the other part it's completely the other part that is the the worst part of it and i think that until which i think he never will reconcile that he is going to have a certain disconnection to her and her just wanting it all i think that's just her desire she wants to have her family under her control she wants to have her husband but she wants her husband to 
to kind of follow her lead not his lead he doesn't like she doesn't even really want him to be angry at her it's, it's just weird but that's how people aren't rational <laughs> in the pursuit of power that's definitely um a truth but yeah I, you're the mother of my child you're, you're the mother of my children okay it's not like i can want you dead i mean i can but i'm not going to but that doesn't mean i'm still the love of your life and you're still the love of mine now that marty has not cheated i think that's just who he is as a person i think if we ever get his backstory um he's just there's something i've been saying since the first episode he is kind of i don't know if you want to say ocd but he has a very focused type where his emotional side is not really so i think that him and his family that means everything to him and that is what his focus is so the idea of putting his dick somewhere else because you know that would get back at his wife it almost feels immature to him i have bigger fish to fry than making myself feel better and i'm still a married man and those things mean something to him even if it doesn't mean anything to her or if he's still not holding her to that same account it still matters to his own psyche if that makes sense but it's good to hear that you're still on board with the show and it is uh definitely has been last season last two episodes hella fire yeah now we're back to the character building but i really like that part as well because it gives a lot of things to discuss about these people if you want to join in the next episode blackoutcouch.gmail.com you can leave a, a comment below on this podcast i'm not even going to try to course correct uh, the stumbling of my words today it's just a thing my social media will be below as well remember to like share subscribe until the next time peace hair grease and black or magic